What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the intro episode of Make Excuses, Make It Happen podcast. Today, I have a special guest, also our producer of the podcast. He's going to be here as a co-host to help us introduce where we're coming from with this podcast. You know, why I started it, what I'm looking for you all to get out of it, and what we're here to do to help you. Um, where we came from, our background, and all that good stuff. This episode was brought to you by the Hungry Pandas of EXP Realty, Mental Makeover, and Xavier Stephen Cole of Berkshire Hathaway Commonwealth Real Estate. Alright, so first off, thank you, X, for just inviting me to not only produce, but just experience this podcast. You know what I mean? It's been a great journey thus far. I guess my first question is, X, what do you do and where are you based out of and how did you get into this position where you're not only a real estate agent, but you're also a podcast host? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Things go really quick. I think we were just saying we met back 2019 right around the corner at engine house right here in salem so on that note that's where i'm from salem massachusetts right here where we're sitting i remember running these streets right here in this background (laughs) with all my brothers and everything growing up but i'm a real estate consultant with berkshire hathaway i've been a licensed agent for about two years now Uh i started first with the state of massachusetts and then i just added on my connecticut licensure a little bit about my background i Graduated Salem High School. I was a three-sport captain, football, baseball, track. Loved athletics, natural-born leader, basically, you could say. It kind of bled through everything I did. But ironically, besides school, in the same sense, I always had good grades, but I was never pushing myself to be the best I could be. I ended up at UConn, the University of Connecticut, studying business eventually. Uh Didn't enter as that. I entered into UConn a human development and family studies major. Now, I took that route because of my background growing up. This is something that we'll definitely throw in here for the links for everyone to go check out. You know, that Boston Herald production, the UConn Today publication, they'll share my whole story. And, and the whole point is, I always overcame adversity through my human life, through my interactions, through my family, being a captain, etc. anything and everything. At that point, I said, well, I understand people, so I'm just going to go study it because that's what I can use to help people. And I know that as much as I help people, it's not I'll get paid. And I'm only going to go to college so that I have to put myself in a position where I'm making significant more income than I would elsewise. Mm-hmm. In that case, quickly, this is something I'd suggest to everybody entering college. Read over what you're going to be studying in those next four years. And once I read that catalog, I said, no, I do not want to study childhood, family, death, relationships, and etc. I took that same principle and started checking every single major. Uh-huh. And then I found real estate. Wow. Finished UConn with a 3.5. Studying real estate and urban economic studies is my uh-huh. major. And my minor was professional sales leadership. Wow. That took a minute to find too. What do I do? Management, marketing, sales, entrepreneurship, uh, databasing. Because those are all things that you can add onto your business. I said professional sales because professional sales encompasses, again, all that umbrella. You get to sit in on healthcare sales, as well as software sales, as well as real estate sales, as well as business to business sales. Global perspective is a great thing I got out of business school. And so to sum it up, I'm from Salem. I bleed it. That's for sure. I'm right back home where I came from. 
did that on purpose. You know, went out to Connecticut to grow my sphere. I had just turned 18, living by myself, take as an independent. There's not many things that people can say, an independent student. At 18, just sent myself off to university and- In a different state. Yeah, in a different state and that was it. With all that you said, right? I like how, number one, you didn't go in there with the ambition to be in real estate. You came in there for your passion for humanitarian or humans and, and development and things of that nature. But then you realized that real estate might have been a, a better way to pursue your dreams and your goals. After you graduated, you become an agent. Was there any mentorship, anybody that helped guide you to become? Because you're doing pretty well now. We're going to get to that, too. But you're doing pretty well, I know. Did you have mentorship at UConn or after UConn to help you get here? Certainly. Certainly, and I think mentor, you can't not have mentorship to get to the level you want to be at, even if it's subliminal. Mm -hmm. For me, I seeked it out like crazy, you know. You get into, again, a university, a large pond of 20,000 people, you gotta stand up. And I always, I always learn from other people's mistakes. Mm -hmm. So I went to the head of the departments, I went to the best teachers, the best professors, sat in front of the class with the smartest people, made sure that if I was involved in a group, make sure to find my classmates, et cetera, et cetera. I was fortunate enough that UConn Real Estate is a small program. It's about 30 people, 35 people, led by a group of five of not only Connecticut's finest real estate professionals, but the nations in the world. Uh -huh. UConn Center of Real Estate helped me a lot. So much so that they voted me in as their president. Because I took, I soaked and applied everything. An opportunity that anybody else could have took. Anybody, all these top-level interns, right? But the dude with 50, 50 declines got the presidency. Yes, sir. You know, so I, I really seeked out that mentorship. It was the UConn Center for Real Estate. People like yourself. I mean, you got to think, 2019, I'm a sophomore in college. Pivotal moment, applying to business. It is, yeah. So, I, you know, LinkedIn, you, you know, connect. Got a bang, book an appointment, see what we can do to help each other. Value, value to you, value to me. From there, I just made sure again, stay maintained with you and check in. And other than that, I studied my ass off. <laughs> I got shit ingrained in here now, for real. I studied my ass off because you know you can only ask for so much help for someone until they gotta look you in the face and say, "Boy, did you help yourself? Did you read and at least get on the same level?" We could start on a foundation. Mm -hmm. That's what I quickly realized. I could walk into XYZ office and ask for XYZ help. If I gotta be targeted, do my homework, and be ready to follow up. Because mm -hmm. the first answer is not always gonna be yes. I have $14,000 due for tuition in order to sign up for the next semester. And what was I doing? I was in the financial aid office once a day, walking in between class, financial aid office. Y'all really gonna drop me? You know? Like, no, because I proved it. I did everything and gave people no options. So, yeah, mentorship was huge for me and got me where I was. But with UConn Real Estate, local mentors, top dogs like yourself, um, and my brokerage. I guess I'll leave it on that note in terms of mentorship. Yeah, once you graduated, once end I up graduated, at your brokerage. I finished 25 credits to get out of school. Took the federal loans to pay off two semesters in once. Graduated. Actually, right before those two semesters, got my license. So I'm taking double time credits as a licensed agent. You ha I had no time to become I an remember agent I that. to be. I remember but that. But when I did have a little bit of time, 
I was calling you, developing, developing, developing. So I had the white paper, so it was just an executive type of thing, not a development thing. So I was always developing, graduated with those 25 credits, got out there, <laughs> quickly found out how it always works, got three credits left. Okay, what am I gonna do? North Shore Community College. What did I do? Studied social media. There it goes. Wow. It was university, but there it goes them seeking the mentorship. Yep, right? yep. Now I could finish three credits in dinosaurs if I wanted to. Right? <laughs> so some people Any do. random class. Right. But I said, let me apply it to what I'm doing and seek out some of the best North Shore people, build some more business connects and see how people are succeeding in social media right here where I'm from. Taking my global business perspective, taking my growing up in Salem. Mm -hmm. That finishing up my credits, going over to North Shore, completing that by by June 2021, I was finished with university. And I even took a part-time job at Salem High School. You know, spent oh, yeah, some time yep. there for six months in the beginning of 2021. That was very fulfilling. Mentorship, paraprofessional, helping students realize what it takes to get to college, some, some of their basic core level courses. But I had to follow my dream. I had to say, put a deadline on it. That just, it was like reliving senior year of high school, going to university. Going In a different perspective, though. Different perspective. Mm -hmm. Go walk those halls with those same teachers, show your face again, make some good relations, mend some good Before relationships. Before you take off. Before I go take off again and, and take off right here, straight up, straight down. Every time. I love it. That time didn't last long. Once those school doors let out, I was full-time real estate agency. In the meanwhile, let me not throw this out. In those six months, here goes on that mentorship note. What was I doing? I did two to three 60-day challenges in between them. A 60-day challenge in real estate, what that entails is a bullet point list of A, B, C, A through Z of week one through eight of income-producing tasks. How many phone calls, how many mails, how many door knocks, you know, how many research projects did you do, how many neighborhoods did you reach out to, etc. I was coached through that whole thing with my mentor and productivity coach and my broker of Berkshire Happen. So they were very resourceful. And again, I held that same school out principle during those six months. They were rough, man. They were waking up at 7 a.m., going into working and sitting at a high school, and then right once 2 p.m. again, girl hit. It's pull out the real estate computer and put three hours before I can get back home at 5 p.m. That's how I did it. That's how I transferred my nine to five. At the end, it looks cool, but it wasn't. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was trials and tribulations. And I, I think that's a major theme that I keep hearing, not even to like, to, for the pun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But from the beginning of you telling your story, you shown how no matter what adversaries come your way, what challenges come your way, you're going to overcome them. And what's the name of the podcast? Make excuses or make it happen, man. And every single step of the way you did that, you know what I mean? Even when you realize like, damn, I don't want to be a guidance counselor. I don't want to take these certain classes. I was in the same boat at Salem State. It was like, whoa, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. So I went in for biology. And, you know, I'm learning about microorganisms. I'm learning about chemistry. There's nothing wrong with those classes. They were good and I did well in them. But to do four years of that and you're not even interested, just so you can get to the interesting part of anatomy and helping people. And then I found business and finance. I was like, yo, people 
yeah, they need to go to a hospital and, and cure their diseases, but, but they need the to cure their finances. As well, and it's on the hierarchy of it's Sometimes the finances is what causes the health problem. You're not eating healthy because you don't have enough money, so there's food disparity, so you go eat junk food and fast food, and then now you need to go to a hospital for blood pressure. So if you can fix people's financials, they might have better education, better health, better that. So that's kind of why I went to it. But That's one of my whys, too. How I came up with the name of this podcast. <laughs> like you had said, I got into a point where this is success. To me, it feels like it, and I can, I can feel it, see it. My family can. You know, every time I talk to someone that's saying something good, I realize, like, in almost every situation in my life, what it came down to in the overall picture was to, is was you have two choices, either make excuses or make it happen. Now, how I break that down is I got, like, three or four core examples. Mm-hmm. Grow up in a rental, your parents rent for the rest of their lives. That's the most thing that you only know. But you know that it's possible to own a home because you watch, for example, HTV and they're buying the HGTV and they're buying houses, right? <laughs> you know, make the conscious decision to connect with the right people or get the education to take yourself out of there or make excuses and say you're comfortable renting forever. One example. The laundry and the dishes and the fucking groceries ain't in the house. Starts with a couple of things. Maybe first it's budget and financing that you didn't pay attention to, and you know you just need this. There's the excuse. Or okay, here's what I realized: almost every obstacle in my life, if it was in my control, was because I was making excuses. If I didn't hit that 40-yard dash, I only hit a 4.85 in high school. I didn't hit a 4.6 to get noticed. I didn't wake up and run enough. I swear I didn't. And now that I look and think about every 24 hours I had in high school, the same principle. I want to sell a million in real estate. I want to sell 10 million. I want to sell 100 million. But my first year, you know, I didn't hit the levels I wanted. They were still right, but they weren't there. Why? I made excuses of doing something else instead of knowing what I had to do and getting it done. So those are my brief examples. I went into real estate. I went into family. I went into life growing up and it all came down to that and one note i'll say about this is i still make excuses i sure do and so do you <laughs> yeah i do because we do i mean we got a story <laughs> for you right here what did our last four days look like a bunch of little excuses little excuses a they little were coming up they were and coming they were up validating themselves or were they right but you know it came to a point where it's like okay drew it's day three or four we need this done. regardless no matter what yo if it was drizzling i think we had to get as it long done. as your camera was safe we might have been sitting here right now and because it's just you guys said time limit or not it's happening i don't have a haircut like it don't matter man i would love to look all, all good for camera but i told you this example wait till the playoffs come and you see the celtics in the playoffs i remember this watching the Paul Pierce and Kendrick Perkins, dudes like Eddie House, like them dudes, they might miss their lineup and their haircut, their fresh cut, but you see it in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. game seven, zoomed in with with the fuzz. Your Paul Pierce didn't care. He had that little buzz on his thing so all the time. He did care. But when it was time to go, nothing else mattered. Yeah, but the game, but winning. Yes, I'm, I want to look nice. I got to look nice. But when we're traveling Cali to Boston, Cali to Boston, it's like, 
now I only can focus on the defense because defense wins championships, right? So that's the difference between the winners and just the players. Yeah. Why the podcast though? You know, if if this is this sounds like a lifestyle, right? Make excuses and make it happen. It sounds like your individual lifestyle because not everybody has that mindset. There's people who give into their excuses all the time. So why make it a podcast? What do you want to get out into the world with this podcast and this message? That's a great question. So what I realized through my daily interactions, that's what sparked my, my uh, that's what inspired me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm having conversations with guys like you, guys like Douglas Santos, my mortgage lender. I meet Dick Lee, 30 year experience from Newton. Uh-huh. I get on a couple phone calls with Ricky Carew taking in, soaking in this stuff, him asking me what can he do to help me. Uh-huh. You know, I'm sitting down with clients day in and day out, closing properties, researching myself. I've graduated university. I guess you can, I guess you can kind of see my point, is that my experiences, I can't just escape them to myself. Wow. And there's two folds to that, and it's because I can't, one, I can't go succeed myself, and not at least know that I did everything I could to help others. Uh-huh. That's one. And two, it's because I know. Not just because it's one. That's a great question. You said because this is your lifestyle. Uh-huh. But it's not just me. I've seen people from all backgrounds in life apply this. Sh- and then that's when we, we click. And I say, boom. For example, Santiago, man, he's 10 years older than me. Kids, different brokerage. But when we clicked on that same make excuses or make it happen, brought about from different reasonings, that's when I was like, because I want us documenting it. I just realized, man, this opportunity that I'm coming across my colleagues is way too fruitful, too many resources to not just, it's my, it's my duty. That's another thing. I feel like it's my job. It is my job as an agent. Every agent knows you should be the mayor of your town. Wow, because you know what buildings are coming in, what developments coming in. Where's the Salem Laundry Company? Right there. You probably know how many people live in the city. 45,000. The tourism, who's coming in, when do they come? The the high school, more than 50% of the school. It's like, yeah. So why not you? You know, why not you, Xavier Mayor Salem? You start to. This is. All my respects to Mayor Driscoll because she's been killing it for some time. This is what sparked me into real estate and everything too, and why I made this podcast and why I practice real estate. Think about this. Anywhere, everywhere, no matter what, you do go or go. You are on and using real estate. Mm-hmm. Right now, any literally, I can't move my feet. <laughs> <laughs> One square inch, two square inch, three square inch, right? One whole square foot, your two feet are sitting on. So I wanted to get to a point where, you know, someone Googles how to obtain an FHA loan Uh. or, you know, how to start up a million dollar business or turning your nine to five into an entrepreneurial business. That stuff means we're not experts, but we're highly proficient at Uh at this point. And so I just want to be a resource and, uh, and feed off each other and so that no, no stone goes unturned, you know what I'm saying? 
by the time we're done. Yeah, by the time we're done, we're all sitting around, sitting around Kumbaya. On the yacht. You know what I'm saying? Smoking a cigar. I don't even like right. cigars. Steve <laughs> yeah, real estate's very practical. Very practical and very applicable. And so my goal with this podcast is so that anything anybody needs in terms of real estate, finance, education, they're getting bits and pieces here and there to actually apply. That's the thing. You're not going to listen to this and it's going to be something that it's just for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you might miss the message. I'll say that, but there is messages and goals and tasks and, and experiences that we can learn from for the audience to take. And so, I guess that kind of sums up where I'm coming with this podcast and my goals and what I want people to take from it. And I guess two more questions around the podcast, right? Number one, who is it for? So this podcast will be shared on all platforms, but you know, some of our target audiences are. Real estate professionals themselves. Upcoming real estate professionals. Upcoming, you know, students in general, entrepreneurs, homeowners and home sellers, property owners. Anybody who is in the real estate finance education as well, educational realm. People who are looking to looking for some insight or some advice or just to hear from other people's experiences in this field, uh-huh. you know, people who actually do it are on the ground, who are talking from their heart. And then what I like is at the same time, someone like my brother, who's he's a, he's a CDL driver, but he owns a home. Even if he didn't own that home, I would still recommend an episode like with you and, and Doug, because the amount of value you guys are providing for people like me who want to purchase a home. Is renting better or is buying a home better? What did you guys say in the podcast? Don't rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and that's the goal, right? It could be so anyone. You'll watch episode one and maybe get that. Yo, that's what you'll take. Don't mm-hmm. rap. But then you're going to catch episode two when we drop it with Doug. Mm-hmm. It's going to say, how not to rap. Mm-hmm. And you're going to soak that in for a little bit. Then after two years of watching this podcast and working with us, you're going to have a home, a life insurance policy. Good credit. A great mortgage loan, a great credit score. And starting up your videography with Drew and yeah, you might end up else. having your own podcast. Yeah, you might have your own damn podcast. Because on that note, that's where I'm going with the target audience. That's where I really believe that this this, this quote of this title of "Make Excuses to Make It Happen" can apply to everybody. You just said a mortgage lender can relate to your brother not because of they work in the same field, yeah, they yep. have the same interests, they watch the same podcast. No, simply because. He's a homeowner. And what are half of Americans? Homeowners. <laughs> uh, and the other half aspire to be, probably aspire to be homeowners. So that's a 100% target. Yeah. So it's like, we're here. You Traveling. know, I want, I hope people call me and say, X, let's just catch coffee. I hope someone from the entertainment industry and the media industry and the fashion industry and estheticians and hair beauty salonists and even and, the mayor and dog walkers starting their own business come sit with us you know what i'm saying because it takes a village i realized that real quick and i've always been surrounded and that's why i'm sitting right here man because i'm telling you i walked this street i just i take salem pride very seriously that's for sure you know salem has a quote that says in its logo in its city town logo official logo it says still making history wow now if you're True Salemite from Salem, and you got Salem pride. 
gotta take that seriously. And I do, because I know dudes like, you might not even know, <laughs> Samuel McIntyre, Roger Conan, The Witch Trials, goddamn George Washington. Yeah. He's walking right here, bro. And so, I'm here for it. I'm in America, I'm ready to make it happen and change these ways, so this is, this is fundamental. There's so much going on in the world, economically, globally, affairs, issues, disparities, crises. And that's one of them is housing. Mm -hmm. We have a global housing crisis. And that's another one of my missions. This podcast will help me believe that. This will turn one to two to five to ten to hundreds to thousands of people into homeowners, entrepreneurs, you know, business owners. On the right side of real estate, because yeah. a lot of people seem to be on the wrong side of it. And now, don't get me wrong, man. You can work that nine to five and have the best life. Of course. But be under the right person. Be under the right company. Make sure you're getting taken care of, and make sure you're getting your work. That's those couple things I just said. Is what people don't not say don't respect themselves enough, but don't hold themselves to a higher standard enough. They think the job knows better, the career knows better, the school knows better. Because they've been there a hundred years. Mm -hmm. That don't mean nothing. It doesn't. One quote that I want to, doesn't have to end it, but I kind of want to mention and leave a song I had heard. And this isn't direct, but it's kind of like it is. Everything that you grew up and imagined to be impossible or out of reach or not of your caliber, or the things that you thought you did differently that no one else did. Throw the first three away and know that you it's very reachable. And trust every intuition you have hmm. that tells you that you have that gut feeling that nobody else is gonna do it or is doing it. That's how I got to where I was. No one's making more calls than me. Yeah. No one's studying harder than me. There might have been a couple that did and got the same scores. There are. There's people that have help. It's gotten me to where I'm at. And it's always a work in progress. I'm literally, if I could say, I'm maybe 2% done with my career. It's nothing. And I only, realistically, you only have a 30-year career. Yeah, I know. So 2 divided by 30, 2 out of 15, 1 out of 7, 10%. Technically, it's I'm about 10%, right? But in my mind... Not really, because of compound. What you do in the first few years is, it like, it seems not like nothing. Because it's a lot of foundational work, but then, like you said, once the habits are in, the systems are in place, it starts the the results start compounding. Yeah, so what true. you did in three years gets done in a month now. So that's my that's my goal with this podcast, right? I think. Which is my next question? What is your goal with the podcast, too? I think this goal is twofold, right? I mean, I'm a realtor. I run a business. I'm a business owner. Uh -huh. No doubt about it. I can only be repeating processes and systems so much for it to be sustainable. You know, I came to a point where it's, I can't be repeating the same one-on-ones a thousand times. Yes, I'm still gonna have to do it a hundred times because people need to know it right away on the spot. Uh -huh. I'm gonna utilize the internet. I'm gonna put it all out there, let the stream go and stay consistent with it too. So that's one thing. I need to, I'm, I'm managing my business as a realtor. And I understand that this podcast is a great way for all of my connections, all my clients, peers, new customers, new consumers, new owners, et cetera, community members, to stay engaged with me. 
Yeah, that's yep. one thing that I really I love it. And not only me, and I will say I inspired I got this inspiration from you, is my network. Right? You founded Young Hustlers and Untreated Pay, and that main base is setting everybody financially free and building generational wealth through our network. Through our network. Right? And that's my goal. Again, I have I have top I have Victor Divine. I mean, again, like you say, he says respects to me. That's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's top dog in the office until I pass. In my eyes, you know how far I am from that? It's a long way. It's like when Kobe first met Michael at the All-Star game. He's like, yo, how do you shoot like that? He's like, yo, listen, you got to whatever with the ribs. He started touching the ribs and stuff. My goal with this podcast really is for everyone to take from others' experiences. Simply put, you know. Let's soak it all in, apply it ourselves, stay connected with these people, and help elevate each other. For example, because I'll relate it just to myself really quickly. As a realtor, I cannot run all my accounting, all my marketing, all my videography, all of it. I just can't. But I, and I don't want, yes, I know the top brands, but I don't really want to work with corporate people. And, but if you refer me, someone great with a portfolio that's performed, and meets me right away, have that trust factor, I'm likely gonna work with them. I've done exactly that with many people, my insurance agent, mm-hmm. et cetera, um, from your network. So that's my goal of this podcast. I, I wanna just provide an immense amount of value, resources for free, and take see where it goes, you know? I do see this, I do see recording this for a long time though. Last question. For everybody tuning in and watching, why should they watch this podcast? After today's episode and all these other episodes we're about to hit them with, why should they watch them? To put it simply, by watching this podcast, you're going to put yourself in a position in other people's shoes. That's one thing. Now, what you take from it, again, I know what, what, what you can take from it is solid fundamentals of real estate, you know, of a young entrepreneur overcoming obstacles young entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and not just young industry professionals seasoned professionals in finance investment banking community service politics We've got Manny Cruz I mean as you can see I just named an umbrella that's my goal I want this to be the one-stop shop for someone to say for mindset of your, again, finance, real estate, and educational uh, happenings in your life. I want this to be a, a, a tune-in of, you know, Drew said that's how he overcome his nine to five. And X said that's how he sold his first million, you know? And Doug said that's how not to close an FHA loan and how to do it the right way. And people like Manny come and drop the insight. You know, I'll see on Facebook disparities of race. But I, when I have my inf- interview with Manny, I'm talking with the other side, right? The controllers who, who came from here but put themselves in here so they can actually make change. Uh-huh. And so enough of that, people like Manny come in and, for example, my, my point of this My point of this, for example, is you might see as a consumer on Facebook, 
you know, mistreatment of, of colored people in the school system. But now I'm hearing and engaging and displaying it for everybody yeah. to get edu educated on how Manny's working on state legislature to change that. He knows the statistics behind it. He knows that 50% of the population at Salem High School is Hispanic, but 10% of the, the teachers are. And he's got hundreds of legislational papers and bills to solve that issue. Now, I, I think that if I cared about that, I would want, I want to hear from Manny. Now, Manny campaigns and does his thing. But if you, uh, you get what I'm saying, yeah. if you're connected with me and not have the opportunity to not let that slip through the cracks so that my network's exposed, Manny's network's exposed, and we're all just trying to get to that high-level divinity, you know, that serenity, solidarity, you know, like just... Just being there for each other, being able to live and wake up and make your own destiny, your own schedule, your own work. It's not work. That's it's like the village you was talking about. I'm trying to build that village for sure for everyone to eat. Because if, if I fall down for whatever reason or even my kids, let's say if I have a daughter or a son right now, how can you help me with that now? Because now I'm going to need help. You know what I mean? So I want to put my kids around an environment where that's tenfold, man. You need a spot, agent. you need insurance, you need a car, you need everything. So, you know, how can the village help us get that instead of just because it's like starting all over. That's what's been happening to our race is that every generation, that child has to start all over we from the ground the, up. Uh, the trail, the, the trail, we lose the, all that work that yeah. your dad, your mom might have put in is gone once the child is born because we never were taught how to pass things down generationally, whether so it's money or knowledge. So that's what this podcast is going to do. And it's Get everybody on a level playing field. So you got no excuses. Mm -hmm. You're going to click on that podcast and you're going to have no option but to make it happen. Sure. I love it. I love it, <laughs> it's man. It's true. That pretty much wraps everything up here. Thank you yes, all sir. so much for listening to this introduction podcast. Drew, thank you for your time. Of course, brother. Coming out here, you know, producing the whole thing. Hands down to my boy Drew. Any any videography work, business consulting that you need, that's your guy. Make sure to follow us Instagram. We make it happen podcast. YouTube as well. That's our main platform. We're gonna have every single podcast on video as well as the audio on all platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We'll be there. Drew, there's one thing I can leave you with, bro. Make excuses and make it happen. Let's get it.